Hello, everyone, and thank you again for downloading this week's fantabulous episode of the Got Side Hustle Show. I'm your host, Chris McPeak, and today we're going to dig into another serial entrepreneur. She is a double twofer entrepreneur. I'm talking today with Rita Perez from the Strategic Travel Entrepreneur Show. Rita, my dear, thank you so much for carving time to hang out with me today. Yay, thank you. I had so much fun the other day with you as well. So I'm looking forward to today's conversation. I'm so glad. Yes, I was just recently interviewed for Rita's show. And you know, we'll share that out when it's ready to launch like we like we do when we're being good um, sharing podcast people. And I Rita and I found each other as always, I love to give credit to um, Adam Shively from the podcasting business school podcast. Um, he is a force of nature, a force to be reckoned with and a great guy. So I always like to give Adam a shout out when I'm talking to a fellow pod pal. Um, Rita, okay, let's just go back to the origin story kind of thing. Tell us just really a little bit about what your nine to five is and then what got you launching yourself into the, the travel entrepreneur world. So my nine to five, I work in the theme park industry and I've worked most of my adult life in the theme park industry. Um, it was in 2010, I took a trip to Tunisia and I was finishing my master's and I had a course on creativity that kind of like connected entrepreneurship with my love of travel and a travel business was started. Uh, most recently is when I did another fashion project, which is the strategic travel entrepreneur, where um, I wanted to be a voice for other travel entrepreneurs because there were a lot of things that I have learned in the past couple years and I wanted to just share them. Like all the things I wish I knew when I first started my travel business that I know now and that I'm, I'm trying to slowly master and, and get my side hustle off the ground. So specifically, what does a person who has a air quote travel business, what do you help people do? So my focus is on cruise ship retreats. Okay. So um, I help businesses. This is small businesses. It could be just like solo entrepreneurs who have coaching clients and they want to do like a mastermind, or this can be people who do have employees and they want to increase that retention and engagement. They want to bring them on a cruise. So those are like the two main components of how I help other people and take care of those cruise ship logistics so that you guys just have to focus on your content. So if I wanted to take if I wanted to pitch to my supervisor at the community college that um, the seven other women that I work with, which by the way, like we all get along and it's so strange because when did eight women who work together always get along, but that's a sidebar. So if I pitched to my boss that the eight of us should go on a, <laughs> if I pitched to my boss that the eight of us should go on a cruise retreat, I could email Rita Perez and say, Rita, hook me up with a cruise retreat. Yes. Yeah. And we would just talk about what some of your goals are and how long you plan to be away. And then we can, that's, I, I like to say I'm a little bit of a matchmaker when it comes to that. Also, I've been on over 20 cruises. So big, small, oh different types. I've seen it all. I've never been on a cruise. I'm almost embarrassed to admit that to a travel cruise entrepreneur. <laughs> so embarrassing. Um, <laughs> But you know, like I, when I was still running, I know there were runners cruises. Um, I do know that there has been a podcast cruise. 
um, I'd be really curious for them to, or maybe they'll, you know, try to book that through you. That would be really nice. Um, and yeah, I, I, so my husband and I need to figure that out. We need to go on a cruise someday. It must be. Yeah, that. You're not the only one. I've, I've been hearing that a lot recently. Well, nobody's been on any cruises. I know. <laughs> so yeah, actually that makes me, how, how has your side hustle been, um, impacted by that? Did you just kind of sort of lay low for a year or it impacted it a lot. <laughs> like there really is no business now because everybody's still a little bit nervous and cruising here in the States hasn't started yet, even though it has started worldwide. Um, so in, and for my full-time job, I was furloughed for two to three months. I think it was, Oh wow. So, um, I tried to like really dig in and I was like, yes, this is living the life. I get to like do full-time side hustle. This is what I've always wanted. Um, but in June I went ahead and I started my cruise retreat podcast to kind of, um, like what many of us do with our podcasts is to lay authority and share a lot of knowledge and information that you might not know because they're really if you google like cruise ship retreat there's not a lot of information so I've been doing that and I created a toolkit to help anybody who wants to who's interested in doing a cruise retreat and then at the tail end a couple months ago is when I started the strategic travel entrepreneur because I was in the space of uh, I need to figure out how to make some sort of income and that side gig started because I was trying to become like a semi-virtual assistant in a way for okay. travel entrepreneurs. Um, so yeah, I've, I've been hustling a lot. <laughs> what could stick for me? If, uh, if any of the listeners are thinking like, Ooh, I a travel entrepreneur, that's, that's kind of a clever idea. I want to do that. So how exactly do you start a biz like that? It really depends. So if we're going um, like bare bones, I would start off going to a place called host agency reviews. And this is more on the travel agency side because I'm a, a technically I'm a travel agent. Okay. Travel business can encompass like the supplier side, like those people who provide the tours and provide different oh, yeah. lodging operations yeah. as well. But specifically on to become a travel agent or a travel advisor, like is the, the new modern word, I would start off going to host agency reviews and find a really great host agency. So technically I'm an independent contractor for a host agency. I see. That helps me like keep my autonomy so that it's my travel business. I can do what I like to do, but there's a lot of benefits being like with this larger umbrella, like larger commissions, which is one of the big draws to me and not having to deal with too much of that licensing that we have in the travel industry, yeah. even though there is some. Yeah. So it's sort of, it, it's an opportunity to get started, not necessarily having to, you know, build it from the ground up. There's, there's sort yeah. of a business in a box already and you just, you sign up to be a contractor um, and, and go from there. Yeah. Yep. And you get lots of training from whoever you sign up with, or you should. And that's why I say go to host agency reviews. So you can check out the reviews for something that works for you. Got it. That's very cool. Um, okay. So now the second side hustle and second podcast, this sort of came out of your desire to help people in the way that you had, you know, started out to give them the mm -hmm. tips and the tricks on how to, how to move that 
along faster. And are you are you finding now that, you know, at least in the States, people are getting vaccinated and a lot of places are reopening. So are you finding that you're getting a surge in that area or are people still kind of like, well, yeah, I don't know if I'm ready to launch this kind of business yet. What is that? framework been like for you? For me personally, my business has not had that surge yet because I'm primarily cruise focused, but there have been a lot of other agents who are getting a huge surge because a lot of people are getting their vaccinations and more countries are gearing to ready their, ready their doors again this summer. So everybody is like, just book my trip. I have the vaccine. So, and it's really nice to, to see that, that comeback that we've been waiting for, for over a year. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. Um, yeah. Having that vaccination card is going to, you know, be just as important as a passport, I think moving mm-hmm. forward. Um, okay. So let's, let's talk a little bit about your, your balance and strategizing tips. So you've got your nine to five, you've got your, you've got side hustle number one and side hustle number two. So what are, <laughs> how do you navigate all of those things? Do you use a morning or an evening routine? Uh, what does that look like? Tell, let's talk about a day in the life of Rita Perez. <laughs> so I wish I really had a stronger kind of like foundational routine. That's something that I'm working on. So I'm big into manifesting uh, things to come into my life. Sure. So I feel like if I was to start implementing that morning routine, then I would start kind of building the life that I want to be living. So, and that would include like doing some morning yoga, meditation, taking a shower. I drink hot lemon tea every morning. I'm an autoimmune patient. So that helps the liver detox everything. Um, And then I get ready. I, part of my morning routine right now is listening to podcasts. I kind of like feeding my, feeding my mind a little bit to get in that good mindset for work. Yeah. I, um, I like to think of it as my professional development for myself and that's, that's imperative. So I've got, you know, I incorporate that into my morning commute. So it's usually, I, you know, do my morning news with Erica Mandy on the newsworthy. And then I, I listen to whatever, you know, I'm needing to feed my brain in that, in that day. So sometimes it's Adam's podcast. Sometimes it's an (laughs) audio book. Um, you know, I run the gamut of it all, but that's what, you know, I'm, I'm learning now. This is how I'm learning. This is how I'm making myself a better person. Um, did you, now, are you, are you open with your employer about your side hustle or do you have to keep that on the DL? You know, in the beginning, I was very much keeping it on the DL. And then I don't know how it happened, but she is aware of it now, but I, I never bring it up. Um, I, I try and keep it on the DL, but people know that that's what's going on. That's what I have on the side. So um, if I need to ask for a day off, hey, there's a travel thing that's going on and she understands. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, I think there's a certain level of sharing that you want to do, but I also think that it depends on the relationship you have with your supervisor. Um, mm-hmm. I was really lucky that my supervisor was in- encouraging of, of those things. Of course, um, if you have read my book, you know that I had an issue <laughs> with doing the side hustle at the day job that came back and, and spanked me in the ass, but we're beyond that now. And I've, you know, figured it all out. Actually, that whole incident was one of the reasons why I wanted to niche down in my, in my coaching model, because, um, that was something where, okay, now I, I really do need to figure out how to carve my time appropriately so that I can be a good uh, nine to five employee and follow all the rules. Um, mm-hmm. but still like, 
I think it's okay if I'm sharing my business with people who happen to work where I work, as long as my email, my work email address is not in the correspondence and I'm not yeah. connecting with those people during the hours of eight and four 30. Um, mm -hmm. so I've, I've, you know, I've haven't really hired anybody yet or they haven't hired me. Um, but a lot of folks that, um, that know me at my day job are aware of that. So, but I was, I've been lucky. I've had definitely had bosses that, um, would not have looked very kindly on that. Um, mm -hmm. so I think if you, if you're working for a workaholic, then it's probably a hard, Right. Good line. But if you're working for somebody that definitely respects work life balance and, and limits and things like that, it's a lot easier to be able to share that stuff. Cause I don't know. Do you ever find that you have skills from your day job that overlap into your side hustle and vice versa? Cause I I've been having that like gangbusters recently. Um, so I used to believe, and, and this is where I feel like COVID brought a lot of revelations to me. Yes. I do not think that I was like a very social people person. And I know that that sounds like bad. That sounds like, oh, okay. I don't want to hang around this person. But when I started going back to work, I realized that I was really thriving off of the relationships because my position is built on, I have to have a lot of relationships with a lot of different areas in the parks. And, um, I didn't know how much I thrived off of that. And maybe that's because I was furloughed for a couple months and I didn't sure. have it. But when I was starting to communicate with people, I'm like, I am really good at what I do. And I'm really good at building that no like trust in other people. And that I feel has been, I've been able to transfer those skills more, especially in this past year, networking via Zoom a lot. Yes. And like I took a little mini course on how to do the different networking and connect with people. But I think that is probably the most valuable skill because I, uh, and th this is cringeworthy. I did not like networking. I, oh my God, networking <laughs> because I was so, I, I consider myself an introvert, but probably a more ambiverted. And I just thought they were sleazy opportunities to be like, hey, I have this really fancy pen or this house is up for sale. Do you want to buy this? <laughs> and I just got so, so much value. And I, I feel more, I want to help you out as the person that I'm connecting with. I would sure. rather that than you help me, even though I do want help, <laughs> but I find more passion in that and in, in being able to help others and finding I may not be able to help you right now in what you're asking, but I can maybe down the line, go ahead and refer you on for a project. Yeah. Oh, that I feel the same way that you do about networking. And it was a struggle for me. Like I could be in an event by myself, as long as I knew that I would know at least one or two people in the room. So if I suddenly got uncomfortable, I could say, Oh, there's Jennifer over there. I'm going to go talk to her. Mm -hmm. Um, but then it, the, at the one and only podcast conference I've ever been to, which was about two weeks before the pandemic hit everything it was here in LA. And I, I went with a colleague of mine from not just exactly from the day job, but she's a vendor that I know from my day job. But um, I was, you know, sharing this with her, like, yeah, I'm not good at this networking thing. It makes me really anxious. I'm glad we're going here together. And she said something like, you know what? I used to be like that too, but then I would just make sure I always asked this one question of everybody when I would meet them. And I would say, um, well, what brought you here? to this event, this conference, this whatever. And I was like, I really like that because it's not having to, um, 
you could get a variety of answers, but it's, it's not very intrusive and it doesn't necessarily require a huge investment back if you don't like the answer. So I, I started using that and I, I found it made it so much easier to talk to people. Um, and I just, I thought that was such a fun question. So I've started, I've started using that. Um, when I can, I mean, obviously everything's been virtual since, Mm -hmm. um, for a year now. Um, but anyway, that's that now is your, are you, is has your theme park opened back up, opened back up yet? Or are you guys still closed? Yeah, no, we've been open back up until June because I'm in Florida. So, uh, we, we kind of like open quickly over here and it's just been progressively, since last June to like this spring break season. Yeah. I mean, the parks are doing very, very well. And you can tell people are just like, get me out of the house. Right. <laughs> it's so true. It is so true. Um, okay. So Rita, where can people find you if they want to hire you, uh, follow you on social, learn all your tips and tricks and strategies? Where do we, where do we find you on the web? On the entrepreneur side, you can find me at Take the Helm V, like Victor BS, and that stands for Virtual Business Solutions. So Take the Helm. I'm on Instagram and I'm also on Facebook, and that's where I put a lot of my entrepreneur tips, and that's where some of the snippets from my podcast for the Strategic Travel Entrepreneur will be as well. Perfect, and we'll put links to both shows in the show notes. Um, so that everybody can come listen. And when you do listen to Rita's show, make sure you give her a five-star rating and review so that her show can get more visibility out there. Um, we have been chatting today with Rita Perez. And again, thank you so much for carving time to be on God Side Hustle. And everybody will uh, catch up with you in next week's downloaded episode that's not downloaded yet, but you know what I'm talking about and have a lovely week. Thank you.